Okay. Okay. Are we... I may... If I fuck up that opening... Mo- I'm going to start with that opening monologue. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to wing it. If I fuck it up, I'll write it and send it to you and you tape it on the beginning. Okay. Yeah. All right. You, no, you, you have, you'll have me record it? I'll record it. Okay. Or you can record... Whatever we, whatever we need just to do. Just don't fuck it up. Okay. I won't well. fuck it up. <laughs> just get... Just, That's way too much we're work. capturing all this gold right now. Of course right? we are. Okay, just, of course we are. Yeah, That's the you just you know that the number one rule is don't fuck it up. Don't fuck yeah, it up. Just do That's, it right. All right. One tape. Just do it right the first time and we'll be good. Quit making errors. <laughs> It's been more than a year since our last episode of Live from the News Dungeon, that nondoc.com podcast that isn't really about anything, much like our favorite show of all time, Seinfeld, which is playing right now in Gayutes, one of my favorite bar restaurants in Oklahoma City at 730 Northwest 23rd Street. They launched the same month that we did in 2015, and I've always wanted to have a joint party to celebrate our birthday. That's why we're here. Nondoc has turned eight years old. Gayutes has turned eight years old. And in this mashup, of food, booze, and journalism, or something pretending to be journalism, we are gonna have a great discussion about how freaking hard it is to run a business. Hello and welcome to Live from the News Dungeon, a nondoc.com podcast. I'm Trey Savage, editor-in-chief of nondoc.com. It has been a minute since I have been in the digital airspace with Angela Jones. Hi. My Hello. favorite I'm operations favorite. manager yes. of Nondoc. I'm the only one, actually. There's no competition at the moment. Well. Here we are. We're, and where are we? We are at Gayutes. Have you been here before? I have gotten so much takeout from here. It's, it's not cute. Well, maybe you guys think it's cute. <laughs> I get a lot of takeout. Well, we're here with the two cute, I guess, owners cute. of Gayutes. Wayne and Jared. Wayne, I'm going to butcher your last name if I say it. Uh, let's just go with Paratka. Paratka, okay. And Jared Friedel. <laughs> sure. Is that okay? These Not are their made-up names. Uh, and we are back for a not live episode of this live from the News Dungeon podcast that we started in 2021. Right? We did like 18 episodes. With yeah. Andrea Denhood, yes. our late managing editor. She's not dead. She just no, went she to law school. Went to law school at Yale, like you do. Better her than me. Yes. I, you know, <laughs> I have not qualified to do that. Uh, and it's been 20 months since we had an episode. Whoa. We are celebrating the eighth birthday of Nondoc. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are also celebrating the eighth birthday of Gayutes. You guys had your big party um, like two weeks ago. And you sold the car, you smashed a car, you painted a car, you gave away a car. We gave away a car. You gave away a car. If you guys could see this, podcasts are always so good with visual visual elements. This bar is kind of a, a, a groovy location. So we're calling this live from the Groove Dungeon. And we are <laughs> we recording are this just a few minutes after 4 p.m. on Thursday, September 7th. At 5 p.m., our eighth birthday happy hour starts. So there'll be people happy, happy birthday. coming in here, donating, buying some food, buying some drinks. Uh, and Jared and Wayne, I want you both to introduce yourselves uh, and, and kind of, you know, your, your bar, your baby, your restaurant. Um, Wayne Pradka, one of the owners, uh, grew up in here in Oklahoma, uh, Edmond, Oklahoma. And yeah, kind of, I moved away for a little bit and moved, came back, I guess, in uh, 2008 and have been here since. Jared? Yeah, 
Jerry Friedel, one of the other owners. Uh, Wayne and I have known each other since high school. I think we were 16, 17. And yeah, he joined a band, went to Colorado for a while. I stayed here, did construction, and we met back up and somehow created this thing. This perfect thing. That's yeah. awesome. So you're both from you're both from Edmond, right? And so yes. that's that's a uh, funny interlude because our Edmond reporter, Nondoc, added an Edmond reporter uh, in 2022. I guess it was. There we go. Joe Tomlinson is over there, and I don't know if you know this, but Edmond lost its newspaper. The Edmond Sun closed in May 2020, and so that. we. Uh, applied to report for America, shout out to RFA, and they gave us uh, some funding to help hire Joe Tomlinson to cover the city of Edmond. Uh, that funding is ever depreciating based on the agreement with RFA. And so we've got about a year or so to raise enough money to make that a an annually self-sustainable uh, journalism job here in central Oklahoma because we believe community journalism is really important. And so this is probably the most community-minded thing we're doing this week is hanging out with you guys at your awesome uh, uh, establishment. Well, we are honored. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yes, you. Thanks for having us. Angela, tell yes. us your departure story and your return. We well, know your origin story. Yeah. Oh, do we? You've been with us since the beginning. Since no, the very non beginning. origin was September first yes. really august 31st uh -huh. of 2015 when was and just before i go to your origin story wayne and jared when did you guys launch do you remember the date it was one of your birthdays august, right yeah it was my birthday it was august 19th august 19th yeah. so two weeks later <laughs> I, I was sitting on the rooftop here which we would be recording on if it wasn't 100 degrees right now uh but i remember thinking like wow this is so cool and now we're going to do our launch in two weeks and like maybe someday we'll you know maybe we'll survive they're clearly they're going to survive look at this food and anyway, I remember thinking to myself, and so Angela, your origin story with Nondoc is you were serving pizza yes. to me and Josh McBee. We've come full circle. Didn't we just order a pizza? I think we did. Wow, we're we have manifested this, y'all. So you were okay, a, you so did commentary. Was, yeah. Because you was, worked in the you worked in the service industry. I was sir, I was waiting tables at the time. Uh, you and Josh McBee got some happy hour pizzas from me. We got to talk and we realized that you and I knew each other from the past and I actually hated you. What? No, <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. That's a long story. <coughs> um, but we we pizza pizza brought us together. Bygones we got. We're grown. Let's just we're grown. Yeah. And uh, hate, hate is such a strong <laughs> word. We have no there's no room for hate at Gayutes or in no, not today. Not today. That was a. That was a. That's in the past. That was yeah. a time ago. Okay. So now we're besties. Anyway, I was serving you guys pizzas. You told me what you were working on, and I was like, "Oh, good for you. I'm a writer." So I was one of the first, maybe the second commentary on the site. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. It was about wine. It was. There was a, yes, an interesting piece on how to pick good wine, and then something like. Um, how to, be, how, to nice. be, how to be nice or being being nice is a mandala. Or I don't know something. Oh, very yeah, that was that was it. Mandalas and niceness. And I don't know. I think that was very deep. Absolutely. Very right. And so we started non-doc is short for non-doctrinaire. Well, we're going to get to that in just a minute, actually. Okay, Let's not jump. Um, the gun. Yeah, I don't want to jump my own gun. So all I know is that the last eight years have taught me that running a business is really difficult. Like mm -hmm. I didn't go to business school. I went to journalism school to learn how to write and like ask questions and, you know, be obnoxious, but I didn't learn how to run a business. And so what was you guys' experience, you know, kind of, did you have the same realization that like, oh, this is maybe a little harder than I thought? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely for me, I did uh, home remodel before this. So when we were talking about doing this, I thought this would be like a cush job. I was like, sweet, I can eat food, watch TV, <laughs> drink beer. Like this is gonna be perfect. 
the hours are crazy. It's super stressful. Dealing with people all day long is wild. Like this is way more than I thought we were biting off. I don't know about Wayne. Um, yeah, I think I had a, a little bit of experience in the industry before we actually opened up. Um, so I, I think the majority was probably just being extremely naive. Like obviously we knew there were going to be uh, hurdles and stresses and, and such, but uh, it really wasn't until we opened where we were like, okay, this is like a complete, this is created, it's its own thing. And depending on the day or the week or who you're working with, anything can really happen. So we've definitely like learned all kinds of stuff since then. Yeah. Still learning. Yeah, still every day. <laughs> Same here. Angela, yes. thoughts? Um, this is very relatable. So in a former life, uh, my first husband and I own bars and restaurants in Norman. And each one is like having a newborn baby. Yeah. You just, you never leave it. You absolutely never leave it. And the people that are hungry, <laughs> the lowest point of humanity. <laughs> so, you know, I feel for you guys. Yeah. Uh, and well, I, I like to say that having a website is like having a child, but it's like a four year old. It never gets any smarter. It never, <laughs> it can't like, it doesn't learn how to make its own food. It wakes, you wake up in the middle of the night and your text like the website's down. Or as we learned earlier, the, the donation, donation platform yeah, is, is down, down when you're yeah. sending out 700 text messages, like donate here, like it doesn't work. <laughs> so that's what we have. Uh, my experience has been is it's like a child that never matures. I'm uh -huh. getting flagged down by our favorite person in this podcast scenario, Bryce Holland, our wonderful producer, mm. who is, we're copying, uh, what is it? It's Pardon an Interruption, where they where uh, the, the guy comes back at the end of the ESPN show and says like, here's all the crap you got wrong. Yeah, what is it, P PTI? PTI, but, yeah. 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 You're Tony, you're that one yeah. dude who went on to be on the other show. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yes, my brain's such not working. a good sentence. I haven't watched that show in forever, so. <laughs> Bryce, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, it's good to be back. Are we at the 10 it's minute a, mark? Uh, close, close. It flew. Um, it's, yeah. Um, no, I. Uh, it was funny, I was sitting here looking up some of the stuff for Angela. You, you like, I found that article you were talking about. Oh, yeah. It was, what called, did I write? It was called Giving is a Mandala. Oh, if yes. not, you're doing it wrong. Oh, my gosh. I am insufferable. <laughs> no, no, no. It was good. And then in December, you said you wrote something feeling a little bah humbug. Try Krampus. Wow. Well, I got right? cute around Christmas. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you did. I, I, I've got your, uh, your, your list of articles here. You got some good ones. Yeah. You, you got some good ones. Thank you. Yeah. If you look me up on the website, please go to the breastfeeding I, I've uh, seen that. article that was, that's my favorite yeah. one what is yeah. it i still br breastfeed my two-year-old and it's fine i still breastfeed my two-year-old <laughs> and it's fine yeah. oh my gosh, and there's a picture of of your adorable of child yeah well i was gonna say that's <laughs> there the also <laughs> different website yeah we you know we did have a an issue when we started the site where some of the web filters for the state of oklahoma thought we were pornography hmm. and because the guy who sent up our email addresses was like I can create any number of email, like, you know, accounts that, that forward to your thing. And he created editorial at, at nondoc.com and info at nondoc.com and letters at nondoc.com. And he was like, see, I can even create porn at nondoc.com. Mm -hmm. And like the first week we were live, we kept getting state employees who were like, I can't get to your site. McAfee has blocked you. And we had to get on the phone with this company and try to get them to acknowledge that we were not pornography even though we had a porn at nondoc.com email i think address. you missed a really really good revenue stream i i don't think we did i i i'm <laughs> trying to keep streams out of the equation when we're talking about that okay not on brand <laughs> on that note did you have anything else to chime in uh no no that's that's all i got for now man all right well as we start the next 10 minutes of this escapade uh that you have joined us for 
I want to introduce what could become a new session, a new segment, a new segment. What's going on? Called the elevator pitch. Da, 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 da. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the stuff. Good job. Uh, so Jared and Wayne, you guys are going to go first, and you can you can do this in, in, in we'll see how you work together, right? Oh my gosh, uh, I'm you stressed. You have sixty seconds. Imagine you're in an elevator, a tight elevator, wood panels, uh, with some major restaurateurs who want to take a concept and franchise it around the country, and they think Gayutes might be their product. What? We're going to start the clock. Bryce is going to start the I clock at 60 seconds. Uh, let's go. You have 60 seconds. Tell these rich, loaded entrepreneurs why they should take Gayutes and brand it around the country. Ready? <laughs> oh let's go with you, Jay. Ready? Go. All right. Are you ready to join the family? Gaiutes is a restaurant bar unlike any other. Not only have we tapped into a fan base with millions of fans worldwide, we have crafted an eclectic food and cocktail menu guaranteed to please any palate. We've proven this concept will work in a small market that is definitely not known for the jam band scene. Imagine a Gaiutes in Denver, California, New York City. Yeah, I think if you if you hear what he just said and then you picture me doing the running man in the background, that would, that would, <laughs> that, yes. that would, that would be my contribution. Here is all my think, money, so. I'm in. That, that, would, that would pretty much be our pitch. All that was awesome, you guys. Okay, so in that, you, anytime you're in an office building with an elevator, you better take that notepad that Absolutely. you brought in. You better have it in your backpack so you can pull it out and read that to them really quickly. I'll bring the hammer pants. We're good. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so before... Now, we're going to do our elevator pitch, Angela, so uh -huh. get ready. I haven't read this part. Your eyes are, yeah, your eyes are really big right now. You're fine. <laughs> Before we do that, I want to ask you guys to tell us, like, the actual origin story of the name. Like, what is, uh, yes, you know, like, I everybody wants this. to know. I, I know a little bit. Fish, with a PH, mm -hmm. is a band, a jam band. Uh, some people are huge fans. I'm guessing both of you are huge fans. That's correct. How did this come about into a restaurant? Um, well, I, so like he mentioned earlier, I was in a band for a while and we traveled. I, I was fortunate enough to spend like eight years uh, traveling across the country playing music. Um, and we saw a lot of cool, we played in a lot of cool clubs, restaurants, bars, you know, and so on. And uh, when that whole part of my life ended, came back and I got into the, that's how I got into the restaurant industry. And I think uh, just through time spent in the industry, I was like, this is, this could be cool. This could be fun. I could kind of take some of these uh, ideas of places I've seen across the country and put, bring something here. And uh, one night, Jay and I, when I moved back, we would go out probably three or four, seven nights a week. And, <laughs> and one night I think uh, I was, I don't even know that I was necessarily pitching to him. I think I was just kind of talking out loud and, and, uh, after a minute or or so or 10 or 20 or two hours he was like i'm into it i would be down with that and so and i wasn't i wasn't very like uh confident after that i think i called him like probably the very next morning or it might have been the very next afternoon i was like hey do you remember that conversation we had uh, you know and he's like yeah and i'm like you still in he's like yeah so that's kind of how it like, started okay but give me the name when, when did you pick the name did you pick the name well, that night the the guyudis came from initially it was going to be like a burrito shop this is before we had chipotles oh, wow. and qdobas and mo's and all that stuff there was nothing like that in oklahoma and initially that was the concept was it was going to be a burrito shop because oklahoma didn't have burritos and burrito shops and burritos are amazing right and yes. uh i thought mm -hmm. Gaiuti at the time wasn't one of, it's grown on me i actually like the song a lot now but at the time it wasn't i just thought it was a fish song that 
sounded kind of Tex-Mexy. Right. And it's about a pig, right? It is about a pig. Tell yeah. us the story. I mean, I, I think a few of our listeners, we can assume, do not know the song. <laughs> we have 12 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All 12 of you listen up. Yes. Um, no, it's uh, about a dancing pig that, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't know that anyone actually like could listen to the lyrics and be like, this is exactly what it's about. Um, okay. But it is about a pig that dances a jig and... You know, that's, yes. that's an ugly that. pig. An ugly pig, an yeah. Ugly pig. I mean, yeah. Not to be judgmental. It's debatable, <laughs> you know. That's subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And do you have, did you try to have a lot of pork items on the menu or not? Like, is, like, does that feel weird for the poor pig? Uh, I mean, that definitely was kind of part of it. That's definitely why we have, like, pork belly. And, um, I mean, we went through so many different things on when we were trying to create this menu that pork seemed to be one of the easier ones we could work with and get in easy and everybody likes okay yeah well, well as a related note so now turnaround is fair play uh we have to do our elevator pitch, i don't like because i was getting claustrophobic when you were talking about this elevator and now i'm in it and i'm talking and i just my, my, my pits are sweaty that's well okay that's normal that's on brand for you you're in high heels which is not <laughs> but i'm sitting in a chair yeah but but in the, but imagine we're in the elevator now you're in high heels you're like two inches taller right. than normal okay, okay the last time i saw you wear high heels you fell down the uh, stairs on your i have birthday. to tell everybody a ghost pushed me a ghost pushed for you the i last caught time. you I yeah, did sort of. caught you. I, I gently helped you fall into the wall instead of on yeah. the floor. How, do, how does a ghost push you? I mean, they, like, they go through walls. <laughs> like I, you know, it's just a birthday push. It was like a little birthday shove, I guess. But like they go through things. So yeah. when, I don't, Listen, I don't know, Bryce. The, the physics don't add up. <laughs> Write a commentary about it. <laughs> All right. On that note, we are now. That was what was going on in our brains as we prepared to pitch these <gasps> these major entrepreneurs. I was just trying to divert the conversation. Maybe September seventh, twenty twenty three, will go down as an infamous day because the new press forward movement has been uh, launched. It's some sort of major philanthropic effort around the country, like five hundred million dollars. Uh, could go to nonprofit or for-profit journalism mm -hmm. entities to do community journalism. Wow. We'll see how this pans out. Um, I feel like they should give us at least like five to ten million of that, don't Absolutely. you guys think? Oh, yeah, for okay. sure. What Absolutely. we're doing here in Oklahoma really uh, rings all the bells and checks all the boxes. So, Angela, imagine we are in okay. this elevator. Uh -huh, and I'm having a panic attack. You're Got sweating. It. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Okay. I don't have any So you notepad. take the lead, please. And we're going to talk about non-docs elevator pitch. Ready? So Nondoc is a community journalism publication based here in central Oklahoma. We try to produce and distribute quality journalism with context that enables civic engagement. And all those words are very intentional, right? Because uh, we have to create content, but if nobody reads it or sees it, how do they get it? So we're trying to revolutionize the content distribution uh, model while also filling in gaps in the community journalism landscape in Oklahoma, right? Community journalism is the bedrock for investigative journalism. Everybody wants to do deeper investigative stories and, and expose all sorts of corruption and everything like that. But I can tell you that starts by doing community journalism where we are at the meeting, we are meeting people, we are not trying to expose a scandal and just getting to know sources. And so Nondoc as a nonprofit uh, is a great model, a re replicable model around the state, around the nation to uh, enable communities to have coverage of their civic establishments. Angela. Uh, the independent journalist is on the endangered list. <laughs> what? That was your minute. 
You oh. said you only had a minute for your <laughs> elevator pitch. <laughs> Love it. Glad we went first. Yeah, we're going up. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. They went really quick. They they God. went they they were done in thirty seconds. I thought they that was like an error noise. I, I didn't have a lot to add. I was no. kind of like I think it, I think it ended perfectly. Yeah, no, I, they, what was I going to say? I had one they, more sentence. They hit, um, they hit thirty seconds. You guys. You guys had a minute, so. Well, okay. and like the one of the things we like to say is that whatever your number one civic issue is, whether that's like climate or healthcare or education or taxes or whatever it is, your second priority should be journalism because yeah. that allows for people to explain, dive into these issues, have conversations as a community, encourage voting, encourage engagement, all those things. So we like to pitch that to people. Yes. Funding independent journalism is funding free thought. Well, okay, so after we did our elevator pitch, after you guys did yours, we said, hey, tell us the origin of the name. I'll tell yes. our name origin Good. story, which, because people don't, people probably ask you about your name all the time, right? Right. And we have the same, same. thing, and people mm -hmm. are like, what are you, no doctors allowed? <laughs> and we said, Yes, until the Oklahoma State Medical Association became mm -hmm. a generous sponsor, at which but point now it's... You guys were... were co-doctors. You were co-founded by a doctor. Uh, no, actually. False. Fact error. Do your... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you're not supposed to chime in until 30 oh. minutes is in. Also, we're, you oh. can't chime in if you're wrong. Yeah. Well, I thought I was right. <laughs> no. We value accuracy. Go to our about page and you can see our values. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, anyway. We should throw our mission statement in here. I did. In oh. the elevator pitch. It was oh. right in the beginning. Oh, my God. I was I was panic attacking. Yeah. That's fine. As long as you handed out newsy koozies and, like, yeah. you know, mugs and yeah. little pins. I was definitely doing that uh so our origin our name origin was that when we started uh we did not want to have like oklahoma or okc in the url we didn't want to limit we didn't maybe fully know what exactly we were going to put together but you know a lot of the other websites and publications out there have oklahoma in the name or okc in the name and we thought how do we kind of you know have a little broader branding and so we started to try to come up with journalism terms and various things. And one night, uh, late at night, uh, similar, I think, probably to you guys' experience, Josh and I were looking through things. And I think I found a quote from Walter Cronkite, um, the, the storied TV journalist who, um, you know, is viewed as one of the best journalists of all time, very trusted. And his quote was, I think being a liberal in the true sense is being non-doctrinaire, non-dogmatic, non-committed to a cause, but examining each case on its merits, being left of center is another thing. It's a political position. I think most newspaper men by definition have to be liberal. If they're not liberal by my definition of it, then they can hardly be good newspapermen. If they're preordained dogmatists for a cause, then they can't be very good journalists. That is, if they carry it into their journalism. So he said that in a 1973 interview with Playboy, that bastion of journalism. Uh -huh. And uh, we saw the word non-doctrinaire, and I'm pretty sure I'd never heard of it before, right? And so I looked, and nondoctrine.com was available for like $8 on uh, GoDaddy or whatever it was. And so we, I bought that in the middle of the night, uh, you know, and then told our publisher... Like, hey, I, I have an option. I also bought bonafidenews.com, which mm. I own, which we've done nothing with. Bonafidenews.com <laughs> directs to nondoc.com, right? And so then... I feel like we can make porn references about every single one of these names, though. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, Sorry. fair. Uh, <laughs> maybe the Playboy has you 
But <laughs> so anyway, so then we went and bought non-doc because we thought that was fewer letters and a little shorter. You brand about being non-doctrine or non-doctrinaire, the idea that we have an open mind going into any scenario as a journalist. And the, the sort of the irony of that, well, anyway, we bought the site, we bought non-doc from some woman who lives in California who raised horses or something like that. And then all these years later, she reached out because she wanted some like bill that's been emailed to some email address she had. And I can't figure out how to fix it. So sorry, you're not getting that bill. But anyway, <laughs> um, nonetheless, uh, should have thought about that before you sold it to us for a thousand dollars anyway. Um, and so uh, when we when we picked non-doc, we were like a, a couple months out and I was like, oh, crap. Now we've got this like highfalutin mindset of like what we need to do as journalists. We can't just be all fart jokes. And so having the name sort of, you know, made us think, well, okay, we now we really want to focus and emphasize good journalism. Mm -hmm. Because I was getting back into journalism at a time when I was not super thrilled with the level of journalism and kind of the discussions we were having. And so we even like kind of started and have had a fair amount of like journalism criticism, media criticism when we when we launched, you know, talking about other stories, the news on the news kind of stuff. And over the years, as we've been able to add staff and capacity and, and really hone where we're going, we kind of have changed that a little bit. But hence, when we began, we just were running columns where Angela was like, mm -hmm. you should be nice. Where your waitress was trying to tell people how to be a good giver. I mean, it checks out. And how to understand wine. Yeah. Which actually is that important. That's an important piece. Like, to be clear, as we get ready to talk about sponsors of independent journalism, like we get pretty nice bottles of wine for mm -hmm. our sponsors we every do. year for their gift because you know how to pick wine. Thank you. So Thank you so much. Uh, all right. Where are we on the time, Bryce? Uh, we are, uh, we're sitting at about the 25-minute mark. Okay. We're Great. doing amazing. Have we right. missed anything? Have we messed anything else up? No, no. You, you've nailed it as usual. What okay. else can we mess up? <laughs> well, find something. now we're to the next segment of our podcast where we really start talking about, like, how do you learn to run a business? And if you, by the way, if you know, let me know so I can figure out how to, how to do that. Help us. Um, if, uh, and, and this is a good time to plug guyutes.com. That's G-U-Y-U-T-E-S.com. Check out the menu. Um, if you've never been here, they're open late till like 1.30 in the morning serving food. Mm -hmm. And yes, which is, there's not that many places other than like Waffle House. Um, and, I, in fact, encourage people leaving the state capitol all the time to come here if it's, you know, 11 p.m. and we're up there hating ourselves. This is one of the best places to get a good cold drink. I like the uh, I like the tequila sun fries, which is a menu item. Do you want to describe it? I'll uh, yeah. Butcher it. Uh, no. Uh, and thank you for everything. All the compliments. Uh, um, thank you for constantly feeding me. <laughs> uh, yes. Basically, it's just uh, crispy waffle fries with pulled pork, um, uh, tequila queso. Our, our house tequila queso, tomato, onion, jalapeno, um, topped off with cilantro crema, and then a, a, a sunny side egg. So, yeah, somehow, good. No, somehow it's become like our, our basically our staple here. So right. It's and I've got a trick. I've got a, I've got a tip for anybody. If you've ever, because you don't want to eat the full, you want to eat the full thing when you're here, but like you, you the full sun fries. Don't do it. Don't eat the you full want to take a box to. You want to take a little bit to go. Okay. Right, and when you take it to go uh -huh. in the morning, it's even better. It's pretty good breakfast, but you don't want to microwave it. You want to put it in the skillet. Yeah. And cover it a little bit, and then you can crack another egg on it. Disassemble or on the side. it, maybe air fry it. Ooh. Get crazy with it. 
I should listen this to is, them. Yeah, this yeah. is like upper I've, level. I've been there once or twice. Yeah, but you don't want to microwave it. French fries don't microwave. Well, no. we all know this. Yes, it's true. So I think the skillet, get it heated up pretty good. Just You just need it warm enough to cook that, mm -hmm. that extra egg you're putting on it. What's the salmon salad, the Garcia? What? The, well, you can add, none of our salads actually have protein on them, but you oh, can add. Oh, I add the salmon. You, yeah, you add, you add the black Am and salmon. Am I talking about the Garcia? Well, you can do Garcia or you could do any of our salads. I think it's the Garcia, the Garcia with the black salad. and salmon that I get. We've got the wrap uh, that I think Jay leftover actually created. It comes in yeah. a wrap? Yeah, we've got a leftover salmon wrap that's oh salmon my gosh. Rice, uh, lemon pepper, aioli, onions, tomatoes. Oh, wow, I'm going to have to try that. Cucumber, I really haven't cucumber. deviated from my salmon salad. It is so good. Yeah, well, thank it's pretty you. solid. There's really no joy in eating lettuce leaves, but that salad, there's joy. And as we joy. introduce oh, what's happening here, as we, right on thing. cue, there thank is you, a Austin. pizza. It's a pizza, and it is, oh, this is the cranberry. Fabulous bartender yeah, cranberry. Austin has pizza. brought a pizza. Yum. It's the cranberries pizza. Now we better hurry up and complete this because yeah, it smells it so up. good Let's we need go. to eat. Okay, uh, we're getting to the big question. Mm. That's a segment on our podcast, uh -oh. by the way. Yeah. Oh. The big question. Every business depends on revenue. So what is the biggest challenge you face in generating and sustaining revenue to be successful? Gentlemen? Um, I, for, I mean, I think for us, it's just trying to constantly, it's, 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 a, it's hard and it's struggle, but to constantly keep things fresh. So um, for me, anytime I go somewhere that I really like, if I continue to go there, if it just, it, after a while, no matter how much you like it, the, it starts to get stale. And um, so I think for us, it's just constantly trying to reinvent, even if it's just a, a drink special or a new menu item or, or, you know, food special, something that when someone comes here, uh, they're going to, it's something fresh that's going to, you know, catch their eye that, okay, this isn't exactly like it was last time I came. Awesome. Yeah. Jay? Jared? Um, like when we started this, we didn't advertise with anybody. We kind of just cranked the doors open and put a T Rex outside and called yeah. it a day. Luckily, we had enough word of mouth and like we've got enough support from Oklahoma City and that we've actually been able to sustain ourselves even through COVID, which was extremely hard for us. I mean, that was definitely our hardest period ever. Um, we were basically, me and him were both working nights in the kitchen by ourselves just so we could sustain. And um, I think then, one time you let me like sit at the bar while I waited to pick up my food. It was very, <laughs> it, was like, legal, yeah. it was like a regular. Yeah, I know. I felt like we were breaking the law big time because I was sitting there in a mask, like kind of having a drink. Stop yeah. breathing. I will say you kept me alive. I mean, I was fed by you with to go with take out that. food during COVID. Yeah, I mean, us being on uh, diner drives and dives like it has a huge impact on us. Like we're still feeling it like it happened. I mean, we shot right before COVID and then they aired it during COVID. So we're now just starting to get the effects of it, but that put us on the national map and then it even put us on the map for Oklahoma because there's still a lot of people that have no idea we exist. Like I talk to people all the time, they're like, what is it? And I'm like, we've been open for eight years. Like, how do you guys not heard about us? But, and that's on us, like we don't advertise. But Guys. Luckily, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> luckily we're still here after eight years and somehow it's working. Yeah. Okay. Well, so awesome. similarly, we still encounter people all the time who have not heard about Nondoc mm -hmm. for eight years. True, true, true. And it's just, it's a similar level of like mild embarrassment, but also like an opportunity, right? Yes. Like if you're meeting us now and now we have all these like fancy 
things where we can like pull out a card and like I can boop it to your phone. Hand me your phone. All right. Check this out. We can. Is that it for can, real? Yeah. It it'll it should. If my phone. Works. If your phone's open. I think you have to like smack it. I got maybe. a 1980 uh, iPhone, so I'm not maybe sure. there it goes. Oh shit! So it boops up this whole thing. No, you <laughs> can okay. cuss on it. It's okay. our. Speak I didn't okay, run. A, I didn't found a, a journalism publication yeah. not to cuss. Yeah. In fact, Angela, what is the first rule of journalism of the Trey Savage's journalism? Do you know, Joe? Come over here. Tell us the answer to what is Trey Savage's first rule of wow, journalism. Joe. This is Joe Tal- Tomlinson, our Edmund reporter. Looking very what is dapper. It? If a source cusses in an interview, you have to use it. Absolutely. In a quote. To use it. In a Put quote. it in a quote. Yes. Yep. Yes. I said quote, didn't I? No. Maybe. But oh, it's okay. okay. Well, in a quote. Yes. You've had half a beer. You can't. Oh, you've had a whole beer. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Yeah. I'm, yeah. We better get this party started. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so our biggest challenge, I think, in revenue, Angela, is, you know, doing the kind of journalism that we want to do that is not, you know, beholden to an interest or a perspective, Uh, you know, kind of follow stories where they go, uh, do challenging stories that we've done about, you know, maybe it's somebody in power, maybe it's, uh, you know, somebody who is uh, widely viewed as, you know, really positive and charming, but then there's something else going on. I'm like subtweeting my own stories here, but um, <laughs> how do you do that and then not face ramifications from people who go, I didn't like that story. I'm canceling my $5 a month donation or, uh, you, you know, I, I didn't, uh, you, you reported about this and it, it complicates our issue and we can't really, you know, uh, you know, we don't want to be a sponsor or whatever that might be. So that's a big challenge. Um, it's hard to get big national money because, you know, we've talked to a lot of national funders and we're saying, well, OK, the state of Oklahoma had this McGirt decision from the U.S. Supreme Court that has essentially made half the state in Indian country a series of Indian country reservations. And this is really fascinating because there's all sorts of criminal jurisdiction changes and there's potential civil jurisdiction matters that are being adjudicated through the federal court system. And as your guys eyes are glazing over, uh, the you know, the national funder might be going Indian country? What is that? Right. And so, like, how do you convince people to support, you know, an entity that's going to try to dive into really complicated legal uh, and political and civic matters? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and so revenue is a challenge for everybody in journalism. Mm -hmm. But I think that that is our biggest one is to stay true to what we're trying to do. And then also say, like you like to say, I don't brag on us enough. I do say that. And why do you say that? Um, well, I understand why you don't. You're very humble and it's very charming. Um, but we have to let people know what we're doing. We have to let people know how we're contributing. They have to be able to see, hear, know, feel, experience that some way, somehow. But I also, but and, and I, I get that. And you've gone to trainings about bringing in revenue and that sort of stuff where it talks about that, right? Like you guys got to have to probably go on your Instagram and stuff to be like best freaking pizza in town, right? Or whatever it would be, or, you know, the only place you're going to find good food at 1am is not a chain, right? Right. Um, and you can't say that after the guys in the elevator come through and take you global. But, <laughs> um, but then on the, for journalism, on the flip side of that coin is like one of the things that just kind of drives me bananas in the modern journalism landscape is this sort of like, you know, uh, sort of the popularity of being a journalist, you know, and just sort of like rush to, to, you know, you know, brag and, 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 you know, by worst, the worst word in American journalism is scoop, all caps, scoop, (laughs) you know, only on 
this website, only on this TV station. Oh, you'll only, uh, you know, I saw something on TV the other day and they were like, and our reporter, John Doe, was the only journalist on the scene. And it's like, this is, and I remember learning in journalism school, like, this is not about us, right? Like, it's not about us. It's about, like, people get to beat us up and yell at us and, and cuss us out and write letters to the editor and we'll run them. Like, if you don't like me, if you don't think I'm humble, if you think I'm an asshole, there are people who do and probably justifiably. Write us a letter to the editor. We'll run it. Like, it's not about, you know, oh, non-doc's perfect. Oh, we're the best thing in the world. Um, you know, but on the other hand, Angela's in my ear like, you got to brag. You got to tell people why they need to donate. Yes. <laughs> so to that end, Bryce, have we messed anything up? I think we're probably at the 30-minute mark now. Uh, no, you're at the 36-minute mark. Shoot. Okay. <laughs> you're supposed to ring the buzzer. I, you were you were talking. You were, you were you were on a roll. I was That's gonna... true. And I did I did I did lambast you for buzzing us wrong last time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this is what it's like working with me. It's just every five minutes Trauma I responses. give you a different. But it's all good. <laughs> you, you were you were being passionate. Um, well, okay. So this is a good. We talked about revenue. This is going to lead mm-hmm. into our favorite segment on this podcast which we now call pod nods. pod nods but what was it originally it was not it was kind of dirty awful. we didn't like it yeah, yeah. it was it was like a, it had like yeah. a sexual reference to it yeah and, and i felt like so weird saying it every week even yeah. though i'm the one that has to put the most money in the hr jar i still didn't like to say it mm. i can't remember it i oh, blocked I don't, it out i couldn't remember Let's not it, say it again All right, pod nods. okay pod i'm nods. forgetting because i put like some sexy music under it the first yeah. time she said it not good our 12 listeners are like we remember once again once again i we're glad it's gone a missing revenue stream <laughs> <laughs> okay angela you've got pod nods i do do you want me to do sponsors or individuals i want you to do whatever you want because okay, i'm a good great. boss well, hey, oh my god wow. that, see I, you told me not to be so humble <laughs> Wow. Said you were humble, but there's so many other things. Okay, what I want to what I want to double down on is that, as you can hear, it it does take a lot to produce uh, this news, to produce uh, non doc and, and all of the pieces that are on it. Um, part of our mission is that it will always be free for everyone, and while it is free for everyone always all the time forever and ever it's just never free to make it um i demand to be paid oddly enough so does bryce it's weird um but also we just have costs and so if non-doc does anything for you contributes to your life in any way please do consider donating 80 cents eight dollars 18 800 8000 in support of our eighth birthday today um and and it's just it's i i know that the things that i um partake in that are free to me I just don't often think about giving back to those sources so this is just that little reminder to say you know yes we got to keep the lights on and keep bringing you great content and as you get ready to read the people who help make that happen uh, I want to point out like you may think eight dollars is nothing but eight dollars covers the documents that we got the other day from a public body Uh, the fees that we have to go pay just to review public information and then tell people what that public information says it covers reimbursement for our journalists who uh you know get mileage like at the federal mileage reimbursement rate it lets us send joe who you heard to the institute for national Nonprofit news uh their conference where he was a finalist for an award about our Evan community reporting project like every eight dollars every eighty dollars it all counts it all mm-hmm. makes a difference and so i just want to say thank you to everybody you're getting ready to mention 
who's a sponsor. Yes, of- I'm going to start with the sponsors. Um, because we are a nonprofit, we do not offer advertising on the website, but we do offer sponsorships. You can email me at Angela at nondoc.com for more information on that. So these are the organizations that support independent media and easy, equitable access to important information. Care Oklahoma and Care Providers Oklahoma, because caring is sharing. Charge Ahead, the firm of CSS Partners, LLC, Firefighters Local 157, Fowler Automotive, Hillary Communications, Home Creations, the firm of McSpadden, Milner, and Rott, OERB, Oklahoma Energy Resources Board, OHA, Oklahoma Hospital Association, OPSRC, Oklahoma Public School Resource Center, OSMA, Oklahoma State Medical Association, Overman, Overman Legal Group, sorry guys, Petroleum Alliance of Oklahoma, Phillips Theological Society, PSOAEP, State Chamber of Oklahoma, Urban Land Institute, and then actually recently rejoining us again we have the we have oar oklahoma association of realtors Uh, thank you guys thank you so much uh will gattenby made that happen to help us raise this eight thousand dollars we're trying to raise in september i have one small correction what is it and but it helps because they get to hear their name again it's phillips theological seminary it's not a a society they go teach you how to be theological yes so we really appreciate you for that kirk gortney Thank yes. you so much for that. And Angela, I think you have another list you're going to rattle yes, off real quick. These are people listen. who donated in the last, what, two weeks since yes, we announced this? since we announced it. And please listen to me read off more names. I love that we picked the most mush person on staff to do this. These are the individual humans that have donated to our fundraiser for our birthday in alphabetical order. So it's not in the order that I love you. It's alphabetical. So just nobody get upset. Ken Adams, Emma Allen, Mac Burke, Susan Crutcher, Jane Dunn, Donald Easter, Linda Edmondson, the esteemed John Estes, Deborah Fleming, Melissa Halley. Braden Heisey, I hope I'm saying your last name right. Christina Jefferson, myself, Angela Ann Jones, you're welcome. Barbara McCauley, Catherine McNutt, and Michael McNutt, hey. They're on, Michael's on staff. <laughs> okay. Steve Michael, Dalton, Dalton Miller, Maggie Murdoch Nichols, also a fellow writer on the site, yes. Bob Paxton, Brian Petty, Drew Reese, Trey and Jerry Richardson, Garen Rose, Trey Savage, That's what? me. Janet Shockley, Amy Stevens, maybe it's Stephens, I don't know. Donna Walton, Aaron Wilder, Terry West, and last but not least, Christy Yeager. Awesome. Thank you all so much for supporting our work. Uh, that brings us to our favorite part of the night. We've been the night. It's 4:50. Uh, the party is about <laughs> it to feels start. Feels like bedtime. I'm really <laughs> excited that. Uh, a couple capital fellows, uh, Thomas Lewis and Matt Latham, have popped into the uh, establishment here to celebrate with us. I'm sure they'll be donating. They can't hear me. I'm waving at them, but thank you, fellows, for being here. I thought we would take a shot uh, of a special house liquor, uh, finally. or whatever it is you want, uh, to celebrate so we can have a toast to eight years. And if we can avoid spilling this all over the computers and microphones, I would just like to say that to all the small business owners out there, to everybody running uh, their dream, pursuing something new, taking a chance, uh, living on $200 a week to make their dreams come true, good luck. And to everyone who's eight, 
to all the eight-year-olds. <laughs> before we, I just oh, want to yeah. say, oh, I just yeah. want to say, congrats, like on yeah. on eight yeah, years, and thank too. you so much for letting us be a part of it. Hey, yeah. thank you guys. Congratulations okay. to you as well. Cheers, Cheers. spicy tequila. Ah, woo, yet, yet, yet. Journalism. That's spicy. <laughs> so tell us about the tequila as our parting thought. Um, How do you well, make it? It's it's in a it's it's in a, uh, I don't what's the I don't want to use the word jug, but uh, we, we love a jug. Is it a jug? Okay, I, have a jug. I guess it sits in a jug if if that's what you that's what we call it with um with I mean it sits in an infusion jar for about a week. Ah, yeah. infusion uh, jar. Twelve jalapenos and probably about three gallons of tequila. Wow. Okay. They're well, like special golden. Jalapenos. That's all I can tell you. Okay, that's beyond that. If we were to give you the actual hardcore recipe, it would be. No, you got to wait till those fellas in the elevator cut a check, (laughs) and then you can tell them the uh, exact recipe. We're all ears, elevator. That's a a good burn. I like it. Bryce, any parting thoughts? Stings a little bit. Um, Also, like this shot. It's nice to be back. (laughs) I enjoyed it. It's nice to be back. If the legions of fans demand, do you think we could do a couple occasional podcasts? Okay, listen up, all 12 of you. If you want another podcast series, then you need to reach out. Email me at Angela at I think I think what she means is you need to make a donation. Oh, that's what I meant. I don't want emails. I want donations. donation. That way we'll know. <laughs> That'll you be the listen. code. That'll yeah. be the code. Yeah. I like it. Insiders. There you go. All right. Until next time, thank you for joining us here on Live from the Groove Dungeon. I like that. Uh, we're going to have a great happy hour. Wayne, Jared, thank you so much. Best of luck in your next eight years. We'll be here. We'll come back. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Live from the Groove Dungeon is a nondoc.com production in association with Flying Dutchman Productions. Produced and edited by Bryce Holland. (laughs) 